0: now for The Drive with Mark Ennis,
2: presented by Fitness Market on 93.9 The Ville. Fitness Market is Louisville's premier location for home and commercial fitness equipment and electric bikes. Find them online at thefitnessmarket.com. Now here's Mark Ennis. And Biggest Biscuit, also known as Dave Skull. Welcome back into The Drive here on 93.9 The Ville. Mark Ennis, Dave Skull. Dave, I don't know if, how much you've paid attention to the, the, the truly amazing story uh, about Chief Saholic, uh, the crazed uh, Kansas City Chiefs fan that went to games in full werewolf garb. Yeah. Uh, and then it turning out that he's actually a serial bank robber. And then after a while, like it took the feds forever to figure it out, but I think he's been involved in as much as, uh, he's looking at like 50 years in prison for like 11 bank robberies over the years, and it was like one of the most well-known Chiefs fans under that outfit, smart, Uh, after all. Well, my man went and finally faced the music today, pled guilty, and his attorney came out onto the courthouse steps afterwards to address his client having pled guilty for being Chief Zaholic and being the guy who robbed like 11 banks or something like that. And it's... It, I don't know what the words are for what, for what we're about to listen to, but I think you're going to love it. I'm excited because I haven't heard this yet.
3: From the beginning of this case, folks, the government has been blitzing, and Xavier's pocket was collapsing. But today, Xavier stepped into the pressure he took responsibility for his actions. He stood up in court, humble and repentant, and admitted what he had done. Now, if I know anything about Xavier, and if the Chief's Kingdom knows anything about Chiefsaholic, we know that he doesn't give up. We know that if he stumbled and he fell, he didn't let his knee touch the ground. And that's because he's capable of doing a great thing. And he knows that there's still hope. We still have a lot of work to do on his case, but Xavier wants everyone to know that he loves the Chief's Kingdom, he loves Kansas City, and he hopes that you'll rally to his support. Thank you and God bless.
2: I, want everyone I did not to see know, that coming I'm just I, I want it. everyone to know Like the minute That Tanner hit the button To play that Within half a second You had already Rolled your eyes <laughs> <laughs> He said Because he sort of like Stood tall in the pocket Or something And I was just his like His pocket oh was God. collapsing yeah. The pocket of his life Was collapsing Like but not every single Thing <laughs> in your life Has to be a freaking Football metaphor He's not a player He just likes the Chiefs Like everybody else <laughs> But you know that's how Tommy Deverville talks like about every piece of legislation. Uh, yeah. It's all some sort of football metaphor. Like, like, That's what happens. You in your whole life is football. So like you, you don't, don't have, have to, to do that, man. Like you're just a football. You have a new coach. job now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Learn new terminology. You're to have other interests, man. It's okay. Not everything's got to be some sort of football metaphor. <laughs> oh.
4: But when you first brought it to me, I was like, dude, how is anybody a serial anything anymore? True. Seriously, with all the technology, between the uh, like the security footage. Cell phones everywhere, your cell phone being tracked, and most people aren't smart enough to not have their cell phone Correct. on them when they do everything. I don't understand how anybody thinks they get away with being a serial murderer
2: or serial killer, uh, serial anything. Yeah, you feel like re- I don't even know bank how, what you do. I do love the fact that like there's a whole forensics thing. So, uh department you know within most investigative uh yeah. lens, where they basically they just look to see if someone who broke into your house or whatever automatically joined your wifi network right with their with their phones right like, and people and they, they catch them all, all the, the time, time. like <laughs> you connected to the toaster i don't want to be i don't want to give
4: like advice to prospective criminals out there but you know don't carry your phone everywhere or I should say, just carry your phone everywhere.
2: I do remember my precious Keep your uh, wife oldest, turned when on so she was young, move. just saying out loud, I'm sure she understands why people do it now, but what even is the point of doing crimes? <laughs> it's a fair it's a fair question. And I hope she keeps that mindset as long as possible.
0: Well, <laughs> well didn't he used the, to the do it with the mask on? Wasn't that like his whole thing? Like, There's like a photo of him in a bank, and he has like the wolf mask on him. Really? Yeah. I'm like almost certain Like he used to really, do it Tanner? in that outfit. I swear to God.
4: He would, he would be a, f- like, holic, be a, a famous Chiefs fan in his werewolf garb and then Rob Banks in the same math? Was he just banking on, like, man, nobody would think I would do this? Well, they won't think I'm him. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Or they on. won't think that he's me. Can you imagine, like, what are we going to find out about? Like the Phoenix Suns gorilla. You know, I know, right?
2: Or, now we're gonna be super suspicious of anybody that wears <laughs> Or like Barrel Man, you know. <laughs> <In the bronco. laughs> I just I just know locally, Gary, I don't need you getting in. He runs a counterfeit. I don't want yeah, Gary. That's what I Redbird. like oh, you fly right, Gary. He's a he's a he's a counterfeiter, you know.
4: <laughs> <laughs> he's 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 been he's been uh By the way printing money in his the
2: basement of his house. We're gonna find out. Oh he did. He did he did wear the mask. <laughs> like, there's a whole other- It's like a hidden like, in plain sight thing. But we, but we can't even get into the phone thing. He uh, wore the mask. Here's the best part. Under the terms of his plea agreement, he must pay at least $532,675 in restitution to the victimized financial institutions. He also must forfeit an autographed painting of Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Padma Mahomes that has been recovered by the FBI.
4: Just in- let me tell you right now, that hurt more than the oh, prison I, time. Yeah, that's
2: the one that he's worried about like He doesn't care
4: about the half sure. of, a of, uh, billion dollars or the prison time. He cares
2: about his prized possession being taken away from him. Texture says, I hope Beardhead Ryan, or Birdhead Ryan is not a serial killer. <laughs> Birdhead Ryan is most definitely uh, not. We'll uh, kick things off here. Phone lines there are full. Everyone's feeling good uh, today, and I'm glad uh, to hear that. Ron, we'll kick things off with you, buddy. Well, did we lose him? Ron. I guess we did. Ron, let's try it again. Uh, if you want to give us a call back, that line is open. Paul, welcome into the drive, buddy. What's up?
5: Hey, i just sitting here listening to y'all. and uh, You know, you're talking about the, that text that said uh, crushing on KP haters. Yes. Uh, I mean, okay, what constitutes a KP hater? Is it someone who looks at his body of work and compares it to past, uh, you know, the past that we're used to of, you know, winning and, and making the tournament and and being relevant uh, and seeing that that is not what is being upheld and deciding that we need something more like that. Or, and I don't think – he can come up to that standard at this point, not in a, not quickly. So how long do we want to wait? I mean, how, when can we start critiquing intelligently? Uh, what is going on with Kenny Payne? Because it's, it's not there. You know, I, I called in a few weeks ago when, you know, things started looking good there for a minute. And I, even I was kind of bought in like, okay, maybe, maybe he can get this going. But then it just fell right back off the tracks. And we're, you know, people started getting hurt and we're, we're thin. And, but that's not an excuse because teams find a way to win when they're, when they're well-coached and uh, talented. And, and a lot of these kids, I do see that they're talented. So what's, what's the X factor here? It's got to be coaching. So when, when will it be okay for us to, to honestly critique what, what is going on and not be labeled uh, KP hater?
2: I Appreciate it, uh, Paul. We'll try to answer that. I, I can tell you, I, for anyone sort of referring to people like that, uh, to be clear, there are people, I think, who qualify for that designation. There, I think that there were people who were who were against Kenny, not just neutral about him, or unsure, or skeptical. I'm talking about did not want that to happen, and were never going to change their minds about it. And those people, I think, can rightly be called KP haters. But I think that there are people who were basically the opposite of that, and were going to to be KP um, supporters regardless. Gaslighters. Yeah. I don't know how else to say it than that. I'm going to tell you that wh- whatever you think is bad isn't bad, and things that aren't good are good, uh, and and anyone who doesn't agree with me is a hater, and it was always a way of just sort of making the person seem irrational for just not liking bad results, right? Like, that's, that's what that was, uh, and I think typically now at this point, we don't even need to do this, do we? No.
4: Most reasonable, like, the reasonable people in this, not even most. Like all the reasonable people can look at this and say, it's not good enough. It's time to move on. Yes. Like there's some people that still want you to have a third year. There are very, very few voices there. And the people that were haters from the beginning are just, it doesn't matter because the results have borne out. Like, is it frustrating for people that were on the other side to be like, why not? I'm not happy that they were quote unquote, right. Maybe. Maybe. Probably they were
2: they weren't though. That's but they the weren't. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like it's 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 like saying a firm a firm opinion was fact yeah. just because you had it prematurely doesn't mean it was okay to be that. Should way I at say the beginning
4: felt like they were right? Yeah, they feel
2: vindicated. Yes. Okay, and maybe
4: that's frustrating for the people on the other side. But it doesn't at this point all that matters are all the people in the middle really, which there was most. There was a there was a spectrum of people that were skeptical. Well, all the way over to. Pretty sure it was going to work. Yes. But uh, all we're talking about all the, the 80% of the people in the middle or more that were some level of, like, supportive or skeptical, but they were willing to be on board, but they were on board, ready to go. You know, and whether it happened within the first couple of weeks or the first two years, all of those people have been pushed over the edge. And that's the important part here, is that all of the reasonable people, people and logical people are... All in a position yeah, where it's, they're where they need to be with this, or they're they're where they're gonna be with it. You know, like, you can look at these results. I'm not saying you're illogical if you still want them to have a third year, I don't know, but
2: I'm saying like I think advocating for third year is pretty illogical at this point.
4: It is. I'm saying like I'm not, I'm not trying to what am I trying to say here? Like, I'm not trying to tell them that they're, they're idiots or anything like right. that. They're, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying that any reasonable person could look at these results and say it's time to move on. Sure, you know, without being offensive about it.
2: I don't hear. I don't either. I don't hear anyone, even like when Reggie called in the Power 10 guys. Like they've got people yeah. who really love Kenny or advocating for a year three and that sort of thing. There are very few, uh, but even they are like, I hope he gets one. There's nobody who seems like outraged that he probably is not going to get one, and, and and I don't think that that's going to change. Uh, and that's. That's good. We our eyeballs work. We know how we know how things are going, uh, and we know there's probably not very much left uh, of any of this. Doc, welcome into the drive. What's up, Hello. Doc? Hey, welcome into the drive, buddy. What's
6: yeah. up?
7: Uh, two things. One, uh, in talking about the chiefaholic, I mean, come on. The guy's defensive mind, they think he's just trying to get turnovers from the bank. <laughs> I mean, it's turnovers he's ball hawking. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, but, you know, in, in responding to the previous caller, uh, I, I happen to be a KP uh, supporter. Okay. And I think okay. the only way to define a, a KP hater are, are the people who have honest criticisms, but then add a lot of personal mm. commentary about uh, him. Mm. You know, calling somebody who you don't like their coaching or disagree with their coaching very honestly, but then adding things like clown or stupid or things like that. Those are haters as opposed to just good, honest criticism of not liking the way he coaches. Uh, And that would be the only thing that makes somebody a hater is the language that they use.
2: Well, listen, Doc, I appreciate uh, the call. I think it's a totally reasonable Oh. and, and probably a good point, and it's something that you and I have really tried to not, even in being unswerving in our quote-unquote negativity about, like, the results, I have never liked the freedom a lot of people have felt to, to be, I think, mean on top of mad. Sure. Or, or to be uh, insulting on top of being insulted, right? Like like Like, the basketball, it's awful. And it's, it's substandard. It certainly isn't good enough. Uh, and he's going to be fired shortly. Uh, I don't have any doubt about that. Uh, anyone else's sort of arguments notwithstanding. But I've never liked the, the freedom folks have felt to call, to in, to in, uh, insinuate that he's dumb or lazy or things like that. Like, he's just not good at being a head coach. And I think that's, real, that's enough yeah. for me anyway. And by the way, uh
4: shout out to our guy for the power ten Reggie, who called earlier, yeah, they have a variance of opinions amongst their Big group, time. just to let you, like I know Reggie is a hater right I've, been, <laughs> I've known several I'm like kidding, I I'm know kidding. several of the people that are in them very familiar with them they are not that is not a monolith, yeah, that's kind of the point of their group. I'm like I appreciate forums like that, you know, they have varying opinions amongst them there might be more k p support in there than your average group of of fans. But there's certainly people in there that have been advocating for change for a long time or people that were KP supporters like our guy JV Bell who is at the point where he's like, I can't justify it. Like we're talking about someone who was very much a KP supporter for a long, long time who somewhere during this season basically was like, I can no longer advocate. Like I can try, but I, I... Using my rational brain, I can no longer advocate for a third year, and I understand that. But there's a variance of opinions there, you know. Without, uh, I, I would I would
2: tell people not to kind of generalize when they talk about the different groups. Well, and look, the the irony of all of that was in an effort to sort of call out "quote unquote" haters, a whole lot of people were hateful, right, and, and made equal but opposite insults. Towards sure they got, like, got polarized very really. good at basketball here but like, it doesn't make me uh, it got polarized very really yeah, quickly it you did, know what I mean. it did but like the text earlier that
4: talked about haters like I think people are getting confused like if Eric Crawford said that and he certainly didn't <laughs> you know <laughs> like he's been very I think fair and uh, his criticism may be overly fair, like, he, but he is he is always going to be like somewhat
2: dispassionate. It's sort of the rational. Walter Cronkite thing. Like, if you've lost Walter Cronkite, you've lost right. And Erica. Eric Crawford right. has been not yes. shied
4: away from criticism of Kenny Payne this year, and like he, I think he was more like, I don't know why people want Will Wade and Kenny Payne. I think the texter was the
2: one that was like calling out haters. Anywho there are some, all them haters listen if this if you are uh, the dog that gets hit and hollers here that's on you not me yeah. some of you just like to see if you can get media people to fight with each other right and it's pretty tiresome I'll fight when I want to fight not when you want me to fight that's right Jerry welcome into the drive what's up
6: hey real quick um, I'll give you my initial thoughts on campaign the uh, search the hire sure etc he You know, I was never for the hire. I felt like I knew what I was watching when I watched him in action down at UK on the bench. He was the good cop. He was the guy that put his arm around people after Cal smarted off to him as they walked off the floor. And I never saw a clipboard in his hand, a dry erase board in his hand. Never. Okay. Told me a lot. Um, The fact that he wouldn't go out and get a job. At a Mac school or at, or an OVC school, it told me a lot. You know, it's like I tell people, I like money too. He was up there making nine hundred grand a mill and he chose to do that. That's that's his that's his prerogative. But he should have never been in line for the job in the first place. I'll go a step further. I got a good friend that actually sat on the on the opposing bench this year. In other words, he was on a staff that played in the Yum Center this year. I'll leave him unnamed, but I talk to him often. Anytime we are in line for a recruit, I talk to him. Anytime we're in line for anything. And the the funny thing about it is there may be a certain faction of people in this town that wanted Kenny Payne initially. I wasn't one of them. But within the coaching circles, it was a huge head-scratcher across the country, according to my buddy. Okay? You know when when we when we went after Karan Davis, I called this friend of mine and I said, "How about this guy?" And he told me he goes, "Hey man, we're not even recruiting him." And he was at a low, a mid to low level division one school. Okay, now I go a step further. Um, the next coach, uh, well, let me go, uh, Josh Hurd. You know, everybody says, what good would it have done to have fired him? Well, it would have helped out the fans a little bit, you know, to have known 100% sure that it's over. It would have, you know, it would have eased my mind. I guarantee you that. Even if it's a 5% chance, I don't want that 5% chance floating around out there. Okay? But anyway, on to the next coach. I honestly believe that, you know, you got to swing for the fence hope for the best, and then go down the list, make people say no. I've got my list of eight guys now. And, and honestly, I'm hoping that our next coach comes out of the SEC. You know, there's about four or five dudes that I would take out of the SEC. And I'm hoping it's one of them. And, and, and that's what my hopes are. You know, um, we'll wait and see. Again, hope for the best have a good one
2: guys jade i appreciate that uh very much uh and i hope I, like we'll let people uh do uh our, our their thing here uh well first of all like we all are on the same page with right. Karan davis i mean yes, we we, so we, was, we were very i literally just wanted Karan davis to work just for the reaction i never thought it was smart and i've been yelling <laughs> for a over a year about from the day he right. was mentioned that there's no
4: way in hell that we're the only staff in the country that found something with Karan Davis. Like, you've got to sell me something else. Sell me something else. You can't tell me there aren't a 1,000 kids that are better than Karan Davis that we can have out here. But, look, a lot of us were were skeptical when he was hired. I I, I voiced my concerns but also got on board when it was clear he was the guy. We also both have said that there were benefits – and we were both on board with firing Kenny after the Kentucky game. There sure. are benefits. Yeah. And the, the biggest one that I said was kind of what the caller said was – Morale. It gets you to move on from the yeah. conversation. The conversation is done. The morale of the fans improves. You get a couple more thousand in the building. It's not going to be 20,000 people in the YUM, but you get a few more thousand. The players might play more free. Of course, we don't know exactly what's going on behind, behind the scenes, but that's generally what happens when everybody can move on from the question.
2: So yeah, there are there are benefits to it. But uh, also, I want to just put the clarion call out to everybody now. We probably are uh very, very soon going to be engaged in a coaching search. And in honor of that caller, if you have a friend who says this guy sucks, you call. And you tell us ahead of time. Because oh, you that, mean beforehand? It, yeah. It, yeah. I want you to tell me now. That your friends that are on other staffs think that dude sucks. Like, we, there are a lot of people who knew this was not going to work all along. It would have been nice to hear this beforehand. You could at least be on the record. There was some of us that were skeptical
4: and said that. And there were other people. But, like, most of us put our, our concerns aside. You know, we're like, well, look, here's the things that we think are for sure going to happen, including recruiting. That didn't happen. That's the problem. I but, just want you to put your name on it yeah. this time. We'll put it out there and, and we'll write a list. And in two years, when things are bad, if they're bad, then we'll make sure we have it all checked off.
2: Is that going to be like one of the... the But look,
4: it's not like it wasn't a secret. There's plenty of people that have
2: reservations about Kenny. But we all, like most of us... But next time I want someone who's going to tell me, this is going to be an abomination. Like, that's what I want. Yeah. Like, if you knew that and you didn't tell us, shame on you. (laughs) But here's the thing. Like, he says all of the coaches
4: coast to coast. Like Yeah, I don't think that's true. That's not 100% true. We had tons of people in basketball circles that were like, this is gonna, these are the things that are going to happen right away. Yeah. And this is what they needed. And it wasn't just like people that were former coaches or like really far removed from the game. You know, there are people inside and people that had just retired or were still in coaching circles that were telling us how good it was going to be, even though there were reservations out there. Like we saw, the, like we the other side of that was, it was half and half on the people from Lexington. Like we saw we talked to people that were, well Kenny's job was, was good cop. That's what he yeah. did. And just like the caller said, like, you know, you didn't really see him with a clipboard in his hand and he wasn't necessarily the X and those guys. That was more of Robic's job, but it was compartmentalized. And Kenny seemed to be the good cop to to Cal Perry's bad cop A lot. He was a relationships guy. That's why the, the kids really loved him. And a lot of ex players loved him. Yeah. He worked with the bigs, you know, but as far as like in game adjustments and stuff, I'm not so sure he was hands on there, but then the other half of people from Lexington was saying, look, he's beloved here inside the program, and if maybe they were being hyper, hyperbolic with this, but people like Dan Issel and Mike Pratt, who doesn't mince words, really, said yeah. look, if Calipari was to retire today, Kenny Payne would be first on the
2: list. He's probably not now, though.
4: No, probably not now. This was this was, this was two or two, three years ago.
2: Harold, welcome into the drive, buddy. What's up?
8: Hey, Mark. Biscuit. What's Good up, afternoon. Bud? Hey, real quick, start things off past couple times I called, you, you've you uh, associated me with Power 10, and while those guys are doing great stuff, I'm I'm not a part of Power a 10. A fellow
2: traveler, so, you are not a, uh, a participant, uh, I understand.
8: Yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a connoisseur of spaces and have been for the past few years, and so when uh, Louisville space started popping sure. up, of course I'm going to be in there. That being said, uh, you know, Heard loves Kenny, right? I mean, UK fans love Kenny. Heard loves Kenny. You know, um, a little bit, I hear a little bit of the year three talk, and it got me thinking, right? Uh, year three and KP Hater. So real quick, all of us are Crackthorp haters then because we took that man's name and yeah. turned it into Crackthorp. So yeah. I don't want to, like, I don't want to hear it. It's also really turned into a verb. We, we, yeah. It's a well, I mean, something. Literally, <laughs> we took his name and added the word crap to it. <laughs>
7: So, so, <laughs> like, I
8: mean, you know, we we did do with this. Oh, we I mean, hated there that, was man. A, There was a sta- there was a stadium full of people that booed our team, our ten win football team this past season. Like, come on, you know. I, I mean, we're something else as a fan base. We're something else, and um, and so what prompted me to call though is talking about year three, thinking about uh, cracks or. You know, Craig Thorpe got a year three, much to the chagrin of everybody. And, you know, we turned it into a, well, Tom just wants to prove to us that this is the right hire. Um, you know, but it could have been a, hey, my philosophy is you're going to get a year three regardless. And, I mean, herd was with, was with, uh, was with TJ, so maybe – Heard's gonna approach it the same way. Where you know what? Yeah, this is bad. These past two years have been absolute garbage. But guess what, buddy? You're in luck because I believe in giving folks three years to turn something around. So, you know, I I just wanted to float that, and I'm, because it's a philosophy that's real when it comes to um, administrations. So, y'all take care. Have a have a great rest of your your day, and and just know that there was a football coach who we took his name and made it crap to work. <laughs> Peace out.
2: Appreciate it. There certainly was. Yeah, Thanks, we, we, that man got no mercy whatsoever. No. <laughs> I can, man, they lost the, the 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 first Kentucky game, and I can remember watching at my friend's uh, house with a big group of people, and the lady just standing up and screaming at the TV, I hate you, Crackdorf! <laughs> like, just as loud as the man. <laughs> and like, yeah, he, no, there were there were people sounding the alarms after the opener. Oh, I was one of them. Like, I,
4: <laughs> well, after Murray State, it was like, guys, we scored 73
2: points, and I feel awful about it. And I remember, like... The Middle fantasy game, there were a lot of people like, God, well, I just want this is to awful. be over. <laughs> like, it was the
4: first month, and a lot of us were like, this ain't going to work, man. This just isn't going to work. And we were right. Doesn't change the fact that they, had, they gave him three years, but, like, dude, it happens. And this is the thing, like, you want to call that negativity? Fine. But there's also the we canaries in the that coal from mine. Day one. Yeah, the canary in the coal mine that was whatever it was for you. You know, where you're just like, all right, this isn't going to work. And you get in that camp and you sit there until,
2: until the, <laughs>
4: the thing's you know, over. I get it.
2: getting three years. I, I do think it's fair to say there was there was a heavy dose of Tom's ego being involved in that because he was so angry at Bobby. The, like he real And remember very early on It was like Bobby left him a mess Yeah Had to run a bunch of guys off And all this oh, yeah. stuff And They're I had them book clubs and- Yes it, Well no But Tom's saying basically like that, that Steve was actually having to clean up a lot of stuff Yeah but like The, and, and, the, the and truth the, was He was They weren't uh, It sorry, wasn't nearly ahead. as bad But like no. Tom, Tom was so invested in that really working uh, That I think Two years would have been too It would have been too easy for people to accuse him of having just blown it yeah, uh, and he was not going to let that happen.
4: So he was giving Cragthorpe throw a, a rope. Yes, crack rope.
2: Crack, man, <laughs> Crapthorpe. Uh, no, but he
4: was giving him all the excuses crack in the world. One even in though,
2: one? Do you remember that? Oh my god.
4: Uh, even though
2: <laughs> under
4: the truth was under Bobby, like whoever might be uh, borderline this or borderline that, he got him to toe the line while he was there, or at least you know go to class all those things and then crap crap thorpe the guy that just just came out i know it just came out it couldn't even do anything about it he came in and he got rid of all the guys he couldn't he couldn't identify with brought in a bunch of two stars and started having like i don't know book clubs with uh malcolm gladwell you know books or
2: whatever he was doing i don't know no it, was, it wasn't anything nearly as heady as Malcolm well <laughs> dave right. buddy welcome into the drive what's up
9: Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Um, yeah, yeah, I remember the dark days. You crack, okay, man?
2: Crack, like, say, thanks for taking my
9: call. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you all right? Yeah. Nah, no, just just hearing that name just brought back really, really a dark I time. Know. I was like, oh my god, I don't even <laughs> think about that. We all
2: talk about it just like that, like like it was like we came home from the war. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
9: like we we came home from the Eastern Front or something. Oh. Like, oh my god. But um, you know, I, I just um, I just had to call because. Um, you know, the one positive I hope that does come out of all this um, with, with with Kenny Lynn letting go is, you know, maybe we can all kind of put our swords down and try to come to – I mean, we might – we might there, will, there might be some bad venom between both sides on, in this that might not go away, but maybe we can just kind of put our swords down and just kind of breathe and see what's going to happen and legitimately give this new coach a chance you know, when they do come in. And I think that's what really, really irritated a lot of people with Rick Bozo's article. Uh, and you made and you alluded to it, Mark, is that this is submarining the next coach, you know, because the one thing, something bad happens with the new coach, he's going to probably write a column saying, oh, well, hey, you know, if he gave Kenny a chance, he would have had X, Y. I mean, you know, it's just, I just really just hope that we legitimately give a new coach a chance. I will say this though that that I was uh listening to um, uh to um um oh god even more show show last night and um they were talking to Ty Spaulding, and he made a very good point you know with this guy uh out of uh the the guy they might reclassify and come yeah. to louisville. he That's made a the- very good point he said you know that there's no one that is is out here saying that hey this kid's going to go to Louisville? I mean, just out the blue all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And another thing, you know, uh, Mike Hughes made a very good point on his little column today. You know, Cantor Knox has had two months to commit in a non-verbal commitment. You know, why or is he has he been waiting? And he made this point. He said he's doing this because he's probably trying to dangle this to try to beg for a year three. Uh, so he can come in, you know, so Kenny can come in and say, See I got these players coming in riding to the rescue. I'm gonna get these big mystery recruits from overseas. I mean, I, I just I just really feel like that that the the ammunition has been stocked up for them for for some of the quote unquote KP dead enders as biscuit said, these like these last little people that are on these islands that are still fighting like the Japanese soldiers since until 1965, you know, long after the war is over. You know, this is going to be their ammunition. They're going to say, see, if you gave Kenny another chance, we would have had this player, uh, this player. Kenny would have done this. But I think it will backfire on them because whatever coach we bring in, I hope that God surely will not be as terrible as Kenny has been so I just want to make that comment and please let's let's not ever talk about the dark ages of Crap thanks for taking my call guys
2: appreciate that uh listen uh, Chaz James I know you guys have waited but we haven't taken a break at all this hour we need to do that really quickly we'll come right back and get right back to you guys uh and we'll uh respond to, to a bit of that as well here as well as some quotes about the college football playoff from TCU's AD who's a part of the negotiations which are going to warm your heart and that's a lie
0: we'll be right back
1: Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience too with video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash careanywhere.
5: Or listening to The Drive, presented by Fitness Market, right here on 93.9 The
2: Ville. Now, here's Mark Ennis. And Biggest Biscuit, also known as Dave Skull. Welcome back into The Drive here on 93.9 The Ville. Mark Ennis, Dave Skull. We made a couple of folks wait through the break, and I want to fix that very quickly. James, thanks for waiting as long as you did, bud. Welcome into The Drive. What's up?
5: What's going on, guys?
2: Hey, buddy. Hey, man.
5: Hey, uh, go on and put me down for one of the haters, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Easy. Well, it's okay, but I'm going to call him and, and, and explain myself on why I've been a so-called Kenny hater. Uh, the reason why I'm a Kenny hater is because he's got my basketball program as the second-best team in the city. That's been a fact. Uh, I can't believe that this fan base – I just, I, 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 to be honest with you, I'm, I've, I've been watching for over 35 years, and I know a lot of people's watch longer than I have, and I just can't believe that we have come to this, to where somebody would actually call in and say that the fans are being too harsh on a coach that went four and 28. Again, but I'm gonna say it. No out. one's really you doing know.
2: that now, though, right, James?
5: I, we just, hey man, hang on, come on. Somebody no, call okay, in. Somebody called me. First of all, no. Hang on, man. I can't.
2: No, I will never hang on, bud. When you get your show, you can hang on. What the hell, we're not doing that. What we here's what. There's plenty of. There's plenty to argue about. There's plenty to have firm opinions about. We're not going to argue against people that are, that don't exist. Yeah, that was. James, what they were referring to—he called from a like a the past. Yeah, it was that. That was a a text message earlier. that
4: yeah. was just referring to what Eric Crawford was was talking about. Like it was it was a it was one text. Nobody called in to talk about the
2: Kenny Payne haters. No, Lord. nobody did that. He waited fourteen minutes for that. Chaz will not do that. Chaz, welcome, everybody. What's up?
10: What's up, guys? First, first of all. A couple of callers ago, they, they mentioned Steve Cragthorpe. First of all, they mentioned Steve Kragthorpe after two years. The guy was only 11-23. I mean, he was actually 5-2 and two his second year, and he beating yeah. beaten a, a ranked South Florida team. People forget that. I wasn't a Krag, Kragthorpe person, but at the same time, let's not compare these because they are not the same. I mean, we, were, we had a chance to go to a bowl game the second year when the expectations were very, very low. So I, I don't think you can even put these two guys in the same category. I understand Tom wanted to to try to make sure to see if his guy could work. But at the same time, like, this is not the same scenario. I mean, I don't know if you all mentioned uh, Blankenbaker or Kelly Dickey's post that we've been a 20-point 20 underdog 22 times yep. and, and 19 of them are Kennys. Like, that is just – that is a crazy stat, you know, and and – You know, I'm on message boards, and I'm not going to mention anybody's names or anything like that, but somebody mentioned that all we have to do is give Kenny a year three and that, you know, by year four, we will win a national championship. (laughs) He will. He might, because he could be back at Kentucky, because we are not winning a national championship with this guy as a coach. Like, he didn't put around him. I think the the one thing that people miss is the one thing Kenny failed to do that Rick Pitino always did is he built a staff around him, yeah. and Kenny didn't do that. Kenny did, you know. All we heard about was this: this staff was so great. They're not. Danny Manning was fired. We have never heard of Josh Jameson. Nolan Smith. Let's be real. I, from what I understand, had some beef with John Shire and was probably going to be booted off that staff when when Mike when Coach K retired. So he didn't build what he needed to build. I mean, good good people build a a staff around them, and that look at Pitino's his coaching tree there's a reason that it's yeah. so good and that calipari's is not let's be realistic about it calipari's coaching tree is not very good rick patino's is i mean heck we we haven't even mentioned a guy by the name of mark pope that played under rick patino that just went into allen uh Fieldhouse and beat kansas i mean that's another guy that's probably not being mentioned i don't know if we want to you another uk guy or anything but at the same time like these are guys that Rick Pitino built because he knew you had to build a staff first, and, and Kenny has never done that. You know, we should be talking about a game tonight, and we're talking about like, hey, should we? Should he get a third year? Is he going to get a third year? No, no He's third not year. A third I think year. the fans will boycott if that ever. You know, I hear a decent amount of that KP mafia. They don't call into the radio shows because I know that they'll get blasted, but they are online so. Um, I, I'm ready. There's even less than them there this, now, preview. Chaz.
4: And I mean, I feel like the, the presence is is small, like for the so-called KP Mafia. Like, there's really not that many people
2: hammering that drum I, anymore. Yeah, With every loss, I, mean, I feel like Rick there's fewer of them. even putting seasoning on his raw meat. Like, we're all I moving along here. I
10: think it's bigger online than you all think. They they definitely don't call into the radio stations anymore. But, um, but I'm, I'm just ready to move on. I mean, there's so many coaches. I mean, I heard – you know, the more I thought about Will Wade, the, 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 scare, the part that worries me about Will Wade is that he's never really advanced in the tournament. I still think Eric Musselman, you know, people like, look at his record this year. Would we take 13 and 13 or, or 12 and 13? I mean, just to be competitive. I mean, he made two elite eights in a sweet 16. The guy can coach in the tournament, and that's, you're, you're judged based on what you've done in the tournament. I don't care what you've done in the regular season. Look at Matt Painter. I mean, the guy wins in the regular season. He can't win in a tournament. So, you know, that that's to me. I still like Musselman. I think that he should still be in the top two or three, but um, but I'm still on Scott Drew's bandwagon. So uh, I'm frustrated we should be talking about a game tonight, but at the same time, like, hopefully this is over here in a couple weeks.
4: Chaz, does it bother you that Musselman seems to have a short shelf life everywhere he goes?
10: Does it bother me what?
4: That he seems to have a short shelf life everywhere he goes.
10: Uh, Musselman? Musselman, yeah. yeah. Uh, not. I mean, you, you look at where he's come from. I mean, he came from Nevada. You know, I mean, those aren't big universities. I mean, the goal is to, to get to a high major university. Louisville is that. You know, in my opinion, we are the fifth best job in the country. I don't look at UCLA as a better job anymore. I agree. I, you have Duke, Kentucky, North Carolina, Kansas, and then I think we're fifth. I just think that, that all the resources, the backing that this university has, the arena, the facilities, we are the fifth-best university in the country, and this is the fifth-best job. So Musselman has continually moved up until he can get into that position where maybe he'll stay at for 15, 20 years. And that that's what I'm really looking for in the next coach. I mean, until Patino left here, I had seen two coaches my entire lifetime. Same with you, Skull. Um, it's just I want a, I want a coach that wants to be here and that I feel like can win and it's proven to win and and Muscleman has done that.
2: Appreciate uh, the call, the as, as always, buddy. Thank you uh, so much. Look, I, like Arkansas Arkansas is not chop liver. You know, like
4: they've won a national title. I'm not saying. Like, they're a top-20 type place. It's a better than
2: we appreciate just because their results haven't been good lately.
4: Yeah, that's why I'm like, I get what you're saying. And, yes, sure. Louisville's a top-5 to top-10 job, and we all know that, and most of the analysts in the country know that. But it's not like Arkansas is, I don't know, Vanderbilt or one of those other Power 5 schools that doesn't have any kind of clout or doesn't have any kind of history. I mean, they're the 40 minutes of hell. They're Nolan Richardson. Like, they've got – They've got a historical backbone, you know what I mean. They've got they've got a, like I said, a national championship. They're they're not to be dismissed as a program. And you would think like you, I'm saying like if he's sort of having trouble in his fourth or fifth year at, at Arkansas, and it seems like the wheels are falling off, like you really just go, oh well, he's they just did waiting just for the his, Vanderbilt, last right? Day. Like <laughs> we're just we're, he's just waiting for his, his real opportunity. It's like yeah. Arkansas wasn't a big opportunity. You know what I mean? Like I, I, yeah. I have a hard time just dismissing this year. Not saying that he doesn't. It's he's got a couple of lead eights, a couple of Sweet Sixteens. If you go back to his Nevada days, he's got one there, uh, and, and obviously the one at Arkansas and the two elite eights. Like it, it's, I'm like I'm a big fan of Musselman's. I just I, I have a hard time dismissing this year out of hand. You know I I, I think it's weird kind of a thud here you know and and i i again i I don't want to be don't want to define coaches by a handful of games don't want to define coaches by one single season but there's at least questions raised
2: by what's happening at arkansas this year and the way he constructed that roster this uh, i i think having kind of a uh just like we're determined to to maybe overanalyze this one sure i'm not against that quite frankly yeah i'm really not uh I'm really fast like once this this is official uh, I'm quite certain that Josh is going to talk about all of this and I think it's going to be really important for everyone to hear from him maybe sort of how we missed all this like how did this go as badly as it did and how is that informing however the coaching search is going and while it's it's never smart to to just be like I'm going to like I'm going to start dating the opposite of my ex. it probably be pretty hard to to avoid at least some of that right uh, a little overcorrection. correction yeah but we'll continue on uh with that here on the drive when i find the vote be right back